1: Welcome to the morning DNA. <laughs> I'm Aaron Dyson, the man of single black shirt. She is Danae Hughes, the woman of a million distractions. And we're here to find out what October 18th, <laughs> 2021, is made of. Good morning, Danae. How are you feeling?
2: <clears throat> I'm fine. Oh, Great. yeah.
0: Wonderful. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, I yeah.
2: realize that my chair, I can, you know, as most chairs do can lower it and raise it now this mm. might seem like a really <laughs> boring way to start the show but see visually Welcome podcast to listeners the
1: morning dna
2: <laughs> visually podcast listeners i feel like a toddler today because i lowered my chair so low that i can cross my legs and my chair and my knees don't hit any of the underside of the tables nice yeah right yeah which just makes me look really tiny on screen because i'm already like <laughs>
1: well there's two things there, there's two things going on visually Hi, uh, everybody. Is, I'm <laughs> well, well let's talk about actually let's talk about three things going on on screen number one let's just start with the obvious i'm a giant man so you know <laughs> anybody's gonna look tiny
2: that's right That's next true. to me
1: add to that the fact that number two you have lowered your chair so now <laughs> so now sweet. it looks like you are like nine inches tall <laughs> uh and and then third you are also sitting further back because you've got your legs crossed, right? Not, like you're not well, like further no, forward. And so no, there's a perspective no, like, thing as well. Not that, that no, because
2: what if I can cross my legs, then I can come forward more. See, that was, that's the idea
1: anyway. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You are you are so way down there right <laughs> now. It's so funny. There's <laughs> like, you know, like you, like if, you, if you're taught in like video production <laughs> school, like how much head space to give, you're usually taught like the rule of like, thirds, right? Like come up, your, I mean, your we, eyes should be about two thirds up the screen and then you should have a little bit of head space, you know, above that so rule of thirds is her eyes are at the lower third of the screen. And then there's two thirds of the screen above her. So so yeah. just a
2: quick question as I sit up and address my chair appropriately. Uh-huh. Do you think, though, that this is so so like we're in real life together. Uh-huh. Is this about actually our height difference? If I actually come <laughs> down, is this about it?
1: No, it's more than that, actually. It's. Easy. Yeah, no, I think you are you are about shoulder height about shoulder height uh, to Guys, me. Because I think you're the same. Aren't you and my wife the same height? I think I remember you and my wife are the same height. I'm so. five
2: five. <laughs> okay, okay. So visually, people, this is about how our height difference in real life. Yes. So um, and relative
1: size difference.
2: So now yes. you can kind of see what we ha- what we have going on here. He's like a six foot six behemoth giant mm-hmm. of a man. Yes. And I am the small hobbit.
1: Foot uh, thirteen inches shorter than me. If you're five five, so yeah, that makes sense. There All you right, go. fine. I'll
2: sit up like a professional.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> welcome, welcome, guys. Uh, chat is hopping. Love you guys. Um, Nick, for whatever reason, uh, says I'm feeling very Star Warsy today. So that's that's too high, Danae. Okay, there we go. <laughs> there we go. Wow. Now now she's uh, ah! taller than ah! I am. Uh, so, I haven't yeah. even drank any
2: coffee yet This is just legit It's coming out of me
1: uh, Chris is talking about leaving his door open uh, Nick says Oh the beard is back Thank you for calling it a beard That's very kind <laughs> uh, On the road to 10 more pounds 15 I shave every 15 pounds Do you think um, I'm going to
2: forget Every single time That you oh, hit sure, one of your weight sure. goals And I'm gonna for- you're going to come on this show shaved Chad's going to notice They're going to say
0: mm-hmm.
2: Hey congratulations on your weight loss And I'm going to continually be like What's going on? Is yeah. that going to happen every week? That's my question.
1: It, it's quite possible. Yeah. And uh, well, I mean, if I'm losing 15 pounds a week, first of all, take me to the hospital. Something is wrong. Uh, that is way too much uh, weight to lose every single week. Um, so, shouldn't be weekly. But you know, maybe six weeks. Every six weeks or so would be.
2: Um. Sorry we weren't here last week. We missed. Yes. You. Yeah. I I don't like missing a week.
1: Me uh, It was my fault though. It was my fault this time. Well
2: was it though because i'm pretty sure (laughs) (laughs) the idea was to actually do the show while you were traveling Mm -hmm. uh because you were supposed to be mm, supposed to be uh at an airport where Mm -hmm. you were going to be doing all the cool things that you do in an airport which is hope to god you don't get some sort of disease that was before covid Mm -hmm. and um wait a lot of waiting happens in the airport
1: yeah i was thinking about doing the show from the airport but we just kind of decided well there were two Mm -hmm. things that happened we were like, nah, that's just, that might be a little difficult. In second, like my, I don't know if you have heard, there's a lot of stuff going on with airlines right now. And because I fly standby, because uh, my mom worked for Delta, and so I'm able to fly what's called non-rev. And so I fly standby. Danae is now showing the no drama llama. Uh, I get pushed below everybody else that's getting on the plane. And so with, you know, huge amounts of flights canceled, I could not, I could not get anywhere last week. We ended up having meat- Like I had a great friend in the area who drove me halfway home and met uh, my parents who are in town halfway. Uh, And so just because the flights weren't working. So, yeah,
2: I'm going to I'm going to while you do that, I'm going to take this beard message off of this screen because it's just taunting me.
1: (laughs) (sighs) I thought maybe if I left it up there long enough, it would it would register in a way. No, Mm -hmm. I'm fine. I'm fine. You know this. I'm fine with your levels of awareness and concern for others. No, <laughs> well, you are who you are. Like, I am I don't, who I, don't I hold, am.
2: I, don't I, I am what I am. I am a, a fly by the seat of my pants sort of person. Mm-hmm. People people who know me know that Babs, the character I play is more like me than Sadie Jean in so, mm-hmm. so many ways because I'm just this chaotic. Yeah. What kind of animal am I? I was gonna say cha-
1: <laughs> An alley cat? <laughs> I'm waiting. I'm not. I'm waiting this one out, Danae. So either say it or don't say it. Either say it or say I'm not gonna say it because I'm waiting.
2: No, I'm gonna tell on myself so that everyone can laugh along with me of myself. Chaotic.
0: I mm-hmm. almost.
2: <laughs> okay. So just a quick recap. I asked you what animal I was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What I almost said was, I'm a chaotic <laughs> noodle.
1: <laughs> not last time I checked, uh, noodle is not an animal.
2: No. Plastic. chaotic. What does a noodle do? A noodle
1: can be it chaotic. It just sits
2: there stiffly no, not if, until not if you go it's like boiled. It.
1: Not, not if you like swing it up and down. It goes. Brruh, 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 and it makes Once of-
2: boiled, sure, it becomes interesting. But until then, it's just. I guess it's interesting to some people. I'm
1: the noodle. I'm yeah. the noodle. Yeah. I'm only interesting if I get boiled, which I'm you know water is not boils. my natural state. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. There you go. Anyhow, we missed you guys last week. We're excited to see you this week. Yeah. Um, I always want to say hi to specifically, uh, all of the, the, the love that we get in all the different chat platforms. So thanks to all of the Twitchers who are watching the show live for those who are catching the show for the first time. Um, this is the morning show like podcast style conversational thing that I do with my, uh, creative partner, radio partner, podcast partner, Aaron Dicer. That's me. And this is kind of an extension of when we used to do radio every single day.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Well, Monday through Friday, uh, as you and did, we did a morning, did a morning, show. morning
1: show. We did a yeah. morning show,
2: and we yeah. had it syndicated uh, across the nation for quite some time, which was really fun.
1: Internationally syndicated. That's we could true. be heard in Canada and Mexico.
2: Technically, I just want to let you know we're still international because this is the internet. But That's
1: right. Eep. It's a different kind of international syndication, but yeah. it
2: works. It went through the actual towers. Now, mm-hmm. for the young people, towers are when...
1: <laughs> <laughs> do you remember Lord of the Rings?
2: That's right. You like There's the a deacons. Tower. Mm-hmm. When Gondor calls for aid, Rohan answers.
1: And we were Rohan. We were
2: Rohan. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly
1: so we would right. literally
2: start our day uh, coming up with things to talk about, and then we would do it all live. Uh, phone calls coming in, the whole like what you would r- think a morning radio show would be. So, uh, except we all just... the bad parts,
1: <laughs> except all the bad things you think a morning radio show would be okay. Maybe some of the, just a few of those as well. So I
2: was gonna say, what nest are we kicking over today? <laughs> um, uh, anyhow, so we have a, a many, many years almost 10 years. I think next year is our 10th year that we'll have known each other. No, wait, it's this year.
1: Yeah, we have known Holy each other crap. over 10 years.
2: So, uh, yeah. This is kind of our little space to connect and just kind of have a little bit of fun together. We do a topic. I'll bring up a topic. We'll chat about it. Aaron brings up a topic. We chat about it and then we kick it over to you guys for an ask us anything segment, which literally anything goes and we'll try to answer as many as we can. We really haven't had any people trying to troll us in that section yet. So I'm a little disappointed. No, that's not true. (laughs) They've definitely tried.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh
2: Um, I do want to point out uh, the random chick on Twitch says alley cats are great. Mm-hmm. We really need to put that picture closer to you, so you don't have to get up, walk yeah. across the room, and go yeah, grab it. It's we have true. this amazing picture that um, I'm gonna make, Aaron. Go get it. I'm sorry. Okay, I'll be right back. Can you go get that, please? Yep. <laughs> hey, Aaron. Can you go get that, please? Can you please detach yourself from whatever you've got going on and go get that? So, uh, Aaron and I have thought about doing like a comic series with our voices. um reenacting bits that we've done or like funny things that because we used to do so much content every gosh every week we did a, a radio show sometimes we, we got up to where we we're doing four podcasts a week uh so we've been putting out content for a long time and so we had a ton of material that we could have pulled from and one of the segments that we were going to do was called the fur fur and varky which is kind of like aaron and i's alternate personalities if you could say that where if Aaron was an animal, he would be no, this is actually it kind of stemmed from our our nicknames we gave each other. Mm-hmm. Well, let's let's start there. Um, Furfur and Varky stems from Aaron gave himself a nickname, and I gave myself a nickname. And we now believe that when you do that, it's not a good idea.
1: It's terrible. And this was for me, this was grade school. I don't remember when you gave yourself <laughs> this nickname, but for me, this was like, I need a cool nickname. My initials are ARD. So that's like Ard, like Ardvark. So now everybody's going to call me Varky. That's going to be my nickname. So cool. Varky.
2: My unfortunately happened when I should have known better. And, um, my first name is Jennifer and I went by Jenny for most of my youth. In fact, uh, I dropped that name. The second that I could, after I graduated high school was the, I put my middle name, Danae as my first name on my first job application once I graduated high school and haven't looked back. But for the formative years of my life, I was known as Jenny. So when all of my cool friends um, were picking out names for themselves, they were all basing them off of their names. But what do you do with the name Jennifer? I said Fur Fur without thinking and it stuck. I hated it for I hated myself and I hated it for a while. Yeah.
1: So we had terrible nicknames and now we are reclaiming our terrible nicknames for uh, our alter egos. So the Fur Fur and Varky show.
2: Yes. Yeah, so we were talking about bad nicknames. Then we turned it into a positive. This will be all alternate ter- uh, personalities. We'll do a comic series, maybe someday about this. And our artist friend, Corey Mann, drew an iteration of the Fur Fur and Varky duo. And that is me. That's Fur Fur uh she is an alley cat who um here's the premise of the show actually aaron you describe it really really well okay i think you do a good job the premise of the show
1: the, prim- the premise of the show that do- doesn't exist and may never exist, but is in our hearts in our forever, in our, forever is that uh, Varky is an aardvark uh, who lives in a pet store, is very safe there, feels very protected, and mm-hmm. is never bought. Who's going to buy a pet aardvark? Like, this is just like, you know.
2: Especially. But, w- but yeah, for yeah, him, yeah. it's
1: all he's ever known. He's comfortable there. He feels good. Everything's Fur-fur. in order. <sighs> Everything's in order. Everything is the mm-hmm. way it's supposed to be. Furfur fur fur is an alley cat who sneaks into the pet store to have conversations with some of the pet store animals, I mean, including I imagine uh, her barking. coming
2: out of the ceiling first and mm-hmm. doing like this backwards thing. Uh-huh, where she yes. kind of picks her head yes. like hello, you know, that kind of yeah. thing. That's yeah. how she enters. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Enter scene and so that way. The the show revolves around the things they learn from each other, which is very similar to uh, Danae and I's uh, experience with each other. So my yeah.
2: uh, My favorite part of the furfur character is that that is when she's at her wildest and we told the artist like unhinged and he drew this and he, <laughs>
0: can you see what he wrote
2: at the bottom? Aaron and Danae, this scared me. <laughs> 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 like her tongue, it looks like something not of this world, which I also enjoy. But then the other side of Fur, Fur is this like kind of more demure cat. Uh, she sort of flips back and forth as <laughs> the inspiration for her also does. So mm-hmm. anyway. There you go, um, Fur
1: Fur and Varky show.
2: I, I love that. That's our
1: pitch. If any big like producers it. are listening, we'll totally work work with you to, to make that a reality.
2: Oh There's man, some genius there. I've actually talked to a couple of uh, cartoon artists in the last couple of years. Man, to have the expendable income to be able to pay somebody what they're worth because Mm -hmm. I kindly have people like, oh, I'll cut you a deal. But because I have had to be an independent contractor and work for myself before, it's like, but if I can pay you what you actually deserve to get paid, let's do that. So it might be wild, but it'll be awesome.
0: (laughs) It'll be awesome. It'll
1: be a lot of fun.
2: Uh, thanks for the morning uh, messages, you guys, and all of the love. We care for you. We see all the messages coming in, and you. Um, yeah. You're awesome. So, you ready to get started with the show though, Aaron? You ready to do this?
1: Yeah. You want to chew a dough? Let's do it. All right. We're gonna do the D N A and you. So we got a D topic and an a topic and a U topic, and we'll start with the D topic today. <laughs> what is your topic today?
2: It's a simple one. Are you a spider killer?
1: Oh, this is good. Spider this is good. season is
2: upon us. Um, at least this is when. So. We have a very active back porch. We have spiders that love to be there, of course, as spiders do, because they take care of small insects and such. Um, and you think like in the fall they're done because it's cold, but no, this is when they're really, (laughs) this is when they're really active. At least they are right now. So we have a, um, we have a a several spider situation and in my household, I am a spider saver. I, I love spiders. Um. Even though they are creepy and eight leggedy, and they move way too fast in directions. eight leggedy. You say? Mm-hmm. I did. Yeah, four leggedy. No, wait, they're eight leggedy. Wait, wait. What kind of spiders are you seeing?
1: No, I've just. It's not an adjective I've ever heard before this morning. <laughs> so hey, you, you know what that spider is? It's eight leggedy. That's an eight leggedy spider.
2: Uh, I you, when I was little, I didn't <clears> like spiders. <throat> they move in directions you don't expect because of their leggedies, and now though i love them and i have i must if i can save a spider i I do the cup thing you know the cup thing and Mm -hmm. you slide the paper and then you set them free and i have many stories of that going positively and negatively um a couple of epic stories of of me attempting to save spiders it's gone in ways that i i guess i should tell you maybe today is the day but um the reason that it's on my mind is we woke up this morning and we have the like charlotte's web Spider web going on on the back porch.
1: It it's says the, some pig.
2: It says some pig. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> I have very smart spiders.
1: It's amazing.
2: Mm-hmm. What was it that? What? What else does it say?
1: I don't remember. That's the only one that came. That may even be wrong. That's just what I came think to that's my mind.
2: Uh, Here, I'll, I'll look it up. Chad you keep talking. us. you, you, tell you
1: keep. <laughs> you keep talking. I'll look it up.
2: Well, the cool thing is, is like the morning sun was hitting it just perfectly. And uh, I got to, you know, lift up the little one and take her out to the back porch. And also, what is, what is it?
1: Some pig is correct. Some pig was definitely one of them. That's the one I remember. Well, uh, then. Then there were adjectives. So, like, she wrote terrific, radiant, and humble. So, those were the, the things. That, oh, my you gosh.
2: Know. And then she wrote R.I.P. <laughs> <laughs> and killed us all.
1: Spoilers. Spoilers. Dang book.
2: <clears throat> I will never forget when I, like, either, did I read it? Here's what I'll forget. I'll forget who read it to me, but I'll never forget realizing that what I was reading or what I was being read to meant that Charlotte was dead. Mm. I think it was my first time in a book to deal with, oh, oh, is this why I don't like killing spiders Does it go back to Charlotte's web because it was so traumatic, is this real?
1: I think there, I think you have a lot of experiences growing up that could it mm. could result mm. in your protection of animal life but i also think it's built into you i think the experiences that you had growing up were so traumatic because of what is part of your soul what part of your makeup oh, um so i know I there's know. i and i'm not trying to take you someplace so we'll go by it really quickly but i know there's a snake story from your past that is that is really traumatic for you and so there there are these animal stories that you have in your past that i think inform but also come from who you are so don't
2: let your don't let you know your imagination go wild people it wasn't like slithering from the ceiling and dropping on my neck or anything no
1: no no no. it was just it was somebody else was harming a snake and it really destroyed you so i
2: mean the memory that my first memory of snake trauma involves hanging from a uh from a, a kid's
1: Playground. playground. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. from like a swing set. Yep.
2: God, the things we've seen God (laughs) to think that that's the most traumatic my childhood got (laughs) Watching daddy slice some serious snakes mom's in the chat. She remembers this most likely anyway back to spiders (laughs) (laughs) There's in the middle of the spider web is this really big fat, you know spider so it's a cool teaching experience and now on the back porch we have a um a tunnel spider that has found a home inside of a discarded rug that we put underneath like the garden table on the porch where we have just some kind of stuff that's sort of should be put away but isn't thank you neighbors for not judging us mm-hmm. and a spider has made the fabric it's home and it's sort of like living there and it's wonderful and we just kind of get to watch it's like little legs come out sorry if this is freaking one out and it's a neat teaching experience because we don't mm-hmm. really go out like and look at nature a lot my family i've got family that lives like on the land and they've always been very nature-y like people i'd go over to their house and they'd have terrariums of various creatures and reptiles and things that they caught in their backyard and they're like fearless explorers and me i'm like Let's go to the back porch and look at this spider I found. (laughs) It's Mm -hmm. like nature driven that we get. So it was neat. It was a cool experience. I just realized I don't kill them. Um, That being said, there is a big spider's nest egg thing that I found contemplating what to do with that one. But I thought it would be a a topic because I know that creepy crawlies are an interesting uh, point of conversation, especially around Halloween, because they're going to be decorations. For a lot
1: of people yeah yeah uh people chatting uh archimedes says no spider good mosquitoes bad um so yeah there's the the whole circle of life life thing that uh, animals do with each other uh nick says with fire <laughs> just, <it> just, <laughs> like, nick is very anti-spider uh random chick asks the pertinent question that i think we've mentioned inside or outside of the house ah, um, mm-hmm. because that can make a difference for a lot of people um Eight says, depends. Window spider gets to live. Um, so, okay. Spider's okay. In the window, Location. So. Uh-huh. Listen to all you spiders listening to the show. Windows. Windows. Uh, Chris says, I'm a spider keeper. My legged legion will guard these lands against the scourge of invertebrate terror. Uh, very nice. Very nice. Uh, that weeta says, spiders are useful. No killing valuable household members. Seems like a good general rule for life. Not to kill any valuable household members. Now, if you're not a valuable member of the household. <laughs> gone. All right. Uh, let's see real. Mikey says spiders are awesome and I'll try to catch flies for their webs. So save the spiders, (laughs) kill the flies.
2: (laughs) I love the idea of like going around the house and trying to like, you know, and then fling it into the web, which I've done before. I'm not laughing because I I just didn't realize I was not the only one I have tried to like put something into a web before.
1: Uh, JCD says depends on the spider venomous and in a place I need to be
2: it's gonna die
1: otherwise it gets a reprieve
2: Yeah venomous spiders are a different category to me really anything venomous just shifts over into survival a little bit too strongly And then and then it becomes like me versus them
1: Well, I think that's part of the problem with a lot of people is how do you know? Like I try to remind myself like when it's a tiny little spider even if it is venomous I don't think there's enough venom in that tiny little thing. That's gonna hurt me um I
2: remember hearing that the most venomous spider was the daddy long leg, but that it's mouth it is, is so too small true. to bite. And I don't know if that's true or not. That, is, nev- that
1: has got to be an it urban legend. It, it, that cannot I, be true.
2: As I get older, I, I believe you, I, I'm with you. That has to be just an urban legend. We used to have this campsite that my mom and my dad would take us to. And they had like a public shower area in the um in the place where we used to set up our tents and everything. I, every time I went into that place, it was, you know, just like a large concrete structure and it was really nice considering it was, you know, it, but it was like private property. I think you had mm-hmm. to have like a, I don't even remember some sort of a, mm, what do you call it? Like a timeshare type of a thing. I don't know. Anyways, you had to like have the keys to get into the property and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. So it was a really nice like outdoor uh, structure. There were so many. Daddy long legs enough that when you walked in the door, they brushed against your legs. So you had to either just get over it to get to the shower or the bathroom Mm. uh, or never, ever go in there. Now, granted, I was smaller at the time, so they seemed even larger because I feel like like right now, my memory is them brushing against my calf. Now that's really (laughs) tall,
0: (laughs) even for a little person,
1: they're tapping you on the knee.
0: D- 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 d-
1: d- s- tick all me, of their ma'am. legs <laughs> it's it's not that high voice that you did because they're big it'd be like excuse oh, yeah. me ma'am what <laughs> d- d- <laughs> they have
2: really tiny mouths remember because yeah. they can't bite <laughs> or...
1: <laughs> 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 uh my
2: mother and coming through with the word I could not think of membership. <laughs>
1: God bless. Uh, Doc says I'm a spider saver too. Lolly says in the UK I was catch and release. In USA I don't know which ones bite, so the ones that come inside get squished. #Hashtag Sorry Not Sorry.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, let's see. Uh, Lolly says also my husband is terrified, so spider killing is my job to keep him safe. Oh, <laughs> it's good that that's you know your love. role. Good that you know your role. No, I don't think I'm all that scared you. of spiders, and then one like jumped out of my steering wheel the other day onto my hand, like just like jumped on me. And I freaked out. I just was like, like shaking my hand for, you know, the next five minutes. Um, So there's just that normal, I think, very built in, natural uh, fear of creepy crawlies.
0: Yeah. Um,
2: I mean, yeah. Especially because they can crawl quickly into places that people don't normally touch you, like (sighs) really the back of the neck and then you're up in your ear or something, like, or when they can just really quickly crawl underneath that's why. clothing and get in places yeah are you that's why feel like on the interior of your pant leg Gah!
1: that is why that is why there are so many uh great and when i say great terrible is what i mean uh, urban legends about <sighs> spiders like you know living oh. in ears and
2: how many you eat in a year and how many yeah, you
1: eat in yeah. yeah when you're sleeping and like the 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 zit that turns out not to be yeah. a zit but like a spider's nest you now know growing in, that in your creepy skin book growing up <laughs>
2: what was that super scary
1: book scary from, scary, 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 scary stories to tell from in the dark, dark. yes mm-hmm.
2: yes yeah. that was in there and that book is not one to give to any child <laughs> let's
1: just it's pull also it. It. it's also a popular urban legend you know that that's that's something that ha- that happens yeah, those so
2: drawings those like mm-hmm. l- elongated pencil drawings yeah Ooh, there's a um,
1: Yep. Uh, I guess I'll answer this question now. Um, I gave little care to killing insects until Danae came into my life and Danae's, Danae's care for all living creatures, no matter what size, was really interesting to me and just not, it's just not something I had ever really considered, you know, the life of a fly or the life of a spider or the life of an ant or the life of a bug. And I think for the most part, I'm still not overly morally ethically concerned if I kill a bug. However, I am very careful uh, if it's within Danae's presence. Uh, (laughs) Yes. I'm very careful if it's a puppy. You know, I just don't step on a lot of puppies these days now that I know uh, Danae. Now that you know that I care about living
2: things in general. (laughs) Yeah.
1: In general, I am done with my puppy squishing uh, days. So yeah, that's kind of been my experience. Very nice. Uh let's see. Oh, JCD says the Daddy Long Legs is an urban legend. Uh Mythbusters proved it. So there you go.
2: Yeah, you make the assumption.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Um I think the most I've been scared of spiders was uh when I did uh missions work in I forget what island it was, and just you know, tarantulas were just a part of their life and so you had to check your shoes every morning and you slept with you know big nets that hopefully would keep them out of your sleeping area um and i remember uh seeing tarantulas and just being like i i don't know that i can sleep while we're here i don't know that you know <laughs> that i trust these nets um because those things big spiders are
2: whew. big spiders are a little different like, yeah they when do you something can they actually to make me. eye to eye to eye to eye to eye contact <laughs> it changes things dramatically
1: yes. yes it does when you can yeah. see the
2: little mandibles moving oh the scariest thing i saw they on attempt that trip to speak to you because you know like, they're trying
1: yeah they're trying i the the scariest thing i saw on that trip was like an actual giant centipede, uh, centipede with just like you know i mean it was probably this long and just like it was it was scary and it had the you know the little things at the front and it's just like ah yeah yeah go g- away
0: good
2: yeah yeah i'm talking about the ones on the porch and the ones you find in your shower, <laughs> <laughs> but there is yeah. there is a there is a certain degree where when anything grows beyond a certain size, it becomes a little different. Mm-hmm. You know that's even true for dogs. I mean, some people are like, "This is my Chihuahua, and I love dogs," but then you know they're introduced to a Saint Bernard, and suddenly they're very wary because it has now grown to be
0: mm-hmm.
2: of the size that could kill you <laughs> if they wanted to. Yeah. So yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I do sure. wonder
2: about you know. I read the things that's coming up in chat. The um, like in Australia, going mm. to like these places where there are insects that are larger than I have ever been able to
1: dream of them being. Like it. you see the picture of the clock on the wall, and there's two spider legs like coming out from behind but it that are bigger I than I my arm. That's
2: fo- <laughs> that's gotta be photoshopped, right? Like
1: no, there but are then some you go there are to some Australia and apparently.
2: Mm. You know that's the hard thing too about just anything with the internet is there's so much you know trolling that happens how much is actually real mm-hmm. but when someone from Australia is like no really don't then you be pay attention to that either that or they it's just they they're all committed to mm-hmm. scaring the bejeebies out of
1: you yeah um anyway so, yep, yep, spiders. Uh, Aaron,
2: what about you? What's your topic today?
1: My topic: uh, Where has this been all my life? Uh, what's something new that you've tried recently, and now you don't think you can live without it? Um, so, something that you tried that was a huge success, and now it's like just part of your life. I bring I bring this up because I had my first protein shake. And I've never had a protein shake before.
2: I swear if chat starts going off about air fryer, I'm going to lose my (laughs) mind. Well,
1: that's a good answer. It's a good answer. It's a
2: great answer. It's a great great answer. answer. It's a great Um, answer. If you survive 2020 and 2021 without, you know,
1: hearing about an air fryer every week from someone. Yeah. Yeah. Good on you.
2: Anyways. Okay, go ahead.
1: Uh, so yeah, I tried a protein shake. I, I guess I was under the impression that it would taste very powdery and I, I can not taste the protein in it, but it tastes yummy. Like it's, you know, there's a real sweetness depending on how it's made. Sugar. Sure. Um, <laughs> in this case, honey, um, oh, not, not, okay, ac- okay. not sugar, um, which I think is important. I don't, I, you know, I don't know why I think that's what I've been. I've been taught that honey is a much uh, more natural way to get your uh sugar carbohydrates in your sweetener. So um from bees, uh insects. I'm sorry, uh, what can do you- we just
2: pause for a second? Yeah. I feel like I'm hearing something really important.
1: Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. Told you so. Oh, that's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> I could hear it echoing from the past, just sort of rolling forward into the now.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yep. Okay. Uh- also save the bees save the bees, save the bees. So, uh, now I'm just like, okay, so this is my breakfast. This is my breakfast every (laughs) single day. Uh, I'm sorry. We will no longer to be afford, uh, be able to afford gas, groceries, those kind of things, because I have to buy a, you know, $15 protein shake or whatever ridiculous amount it costs, uh, every single day. Um, but it's just, it's, it was just kind of one of those moments where it's like, Oh, this is a thing that's going to be in my life forever now. And who knows if it will be, but that's what it feels like. Right. So that's, it got me thinking like, what is something like that for you where it's been like, um, I've never tried this in my entire life and now it's just, I can't live without it. It's the best thing ever. Uh, love it. So
0: yeah.
2: Well, I also, uh, I love in the chat from a real Mikey who says, dang it. I was going to say air fryer. Um, that we says I got my first iPhone a couple months ago. Well, smartphone in general or iPhone specific is my follow-up question to you because yeah. I do think it would both are interesting, but my mind immediately went to the assumption because this is a massive assumption that like everyone's first smartphone was the iPhone, which is not the, the case and not true at all. Right. Um, but based on the question, you know, if you found the iPhone and you love it, I'm just kind of curious about your, yep about your experience there streaming is what the Slenderman, aka derek sure shout out um guys uh if you're on my twitch channel you can do exclamation point moco and please if you're not already go follow that channel which is where the slendermon and his sister Devin stream monday through friday they do their work monday through thursday and then they have like just gaming time on Fridays. But this week is a huge week for them because this is their one year anniversary of streaming for exactly a year. So this is like super, super cool kind of moment for them. And they're going to be doing some fun celebratory things, including going back and watching clips of things that have happened from the last year. Derek, the Mm -hmm. Slenderman has been working on that video. So it's kind of a good time to catch up and the chat will be hopping all week because the entire community is showing up to uh, show support. But you're absolutely right. Streaming is a good one. That would be one that would work for me too. Um, that I have recently discovered that is a very wonderful extension of my life as well, which is um, also what Breezy says, Twitch, and all the community and all the things that are going on on Twitch. Um, Yeah. Very
1: nice. There was one up here. uh, Archimedes says, oh, so making my own sushi, proper sushi knife, uh, if you want a thing, loving sushi like I do, I waited way too long to learn how to make it. Yeah. It seems like a process making sushi.
2: Oh, a hundred percent, because you have to get the right consistency on the rice and then you have to learn how to stack the ingredients in the proper way and then roll it on the little rolly pad well enough. And then the right knife, of course, because, you know, not from personal experience or anything, butter knives, (laughs) they just, they're not meant to cut. They're not meant. They're just not meant. They're just not meant. They're really meant for, for their namesake, which spreading butter is butter.
1: And that is all and that is all brit box snacks i don't even know what that is
2: i'm guessing it's like a monthly subscription for snacks that come from britain mm. for those who are not there and desire the tasty treats of their home their homeland. makes sense makes mm-hmm.
1: sense mm-hmm. maybe makes sense uh also says pressure cooker that was like yeah. the air fryer before the air fryer <laughs> <laughs> <It> was like <laughs>
2: Yeah. The it Instapot. Like the... <laughs> the
1: Instapot. So like, did you get an Instapot yet? <laughs> yep. And we all just we all just fall for it every single time. We're just like, This is amazing. And then when's the last time I use my Instapot? And I'm just, you know, someday it'll be like, When's the last time I use my air fryer? Now it just sits on a shelf somewhere. But uh yeah, for the Your time air being.
2: fryer? You're not using it?
1: No, I'm I'm saying there will be a day probably.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah, my mom has at her house. She has the graveyard of of (laughs) Kitchen devices.
1: Yeah, yeah, but
2: they're not it's not always a graveyard. It's just like they're very for a specific purpose, you know, Mm -hmm. so anyway Um, This one from Oh, this is still about this is still about critters. I'm gonna read this one real quick Just as a call back for Lucas. Mm -hmm. I live in the middle of the Amazon forest Uh, Just a quick stop. That's cool. And continue on. So spider season is also season for small and giant snakes and scorpions and all their pernicious creatures.
1: Mm-hmm. Very Can pernicious. we all just
2: very quickly add pernicious to our vernacular? Pernicious. <laughs> Let's do a quick Google search.
1: Let's talk about a new word. Pernicious.
2: Today's, today's new word is pernicious. Brought to you by Lucas. Pernicious meaning having a harmful effect, especially in a gradual or subtle way. <laughs> that's being friends with me
1: <laughs> no it's not you don't <laughs> be so mean to yourself uh, no, I'm just, I'm just uh, Nick says <laughs> definitely my kids never trying never tried having kids before they're definitely something <laughs> oh
2: oh back to the... oh oh okay.
1: <laughs> they're definitely something I can't imagine my life without plus my wife gets mad when I try to get rid of them
2: yeah that's oh, understandable face listen You do a lot of work to make their outfits for Halloween every year. Don't Mm -hmm. ditch them that quickly. Yeah. Uh, Doc says, I started listening to podcasts around five to six years ago. The first podcast I listened to was some guy called Cinemasons. was by some guys called CinemaSins. I don't know if you know who they are. No. Could you tell us more
1: about that? I haven't heard, I haven't heard. You
2: know, podcasting was one for me too because I remember when I first dipped my toe into podcasting thanks to Aaron Dicer, um, who taught me so much, and is the reason that we're still podcasting to this day? Because he is Mr. Consistency. Um, I pretty much stopped watching television at that point. I think it, it it became see. I used to put on shows, TV shows, just something like this in the background, so it was like something to have on and listen to while I did whatever I was actually doing and very quickly i realized that that was just a comfort sort of space for me to be consuming media um but in podcast format there's so many different kinds of podcasts so i just went on this like insane exploration and i will go back into that uh, very wonderful pool of very talented people and uh, continue to listen to some there's some that still grab my attention um but yeah, podcasting is like, it's one of those things. Like when I found it, it made so much sense for my personality style. It's not for everybody, yeah. but yeah, I'm, I'm totally with you on that dot On that talk.
1: In some ways it is, uh, has a lot of the same elements as Twitch, right? Like a lot of the same idea of anybody can throw on a stream. Anybody can do a podcast. There's not like some sort of, you know, conglomerate at the top going, hmm, I'm going to decide which you know podcasts are the ones you can listen to and that we're going to put on the show. And so there's a real like kind of homespun nature to it. They can be about a whole bunch of different topics, different things. So um, so yeah, I think it kind of podcast was kind of that first inkling ushering in like creator culture um, and the idea of mm-hmm. you know uh, widespread content creation. And uh, yeah, I've, I've been doing podcasts since man 2005 2006 like you know right right there at the beginning uh danae will attest to this when we first started i was still writing our own code for yeah. distribution like you, you had I, to write
2: your own code back in i the day. knew my
1: way uh, around an xml file which is you know kind of the base file that's posted online somewhere that podcast aggregators use to find the episodes and download them And uh, so yeah, I I knew how to create the XML file and then put the, you know, the mp3s for the different episodes into the same folder. And you (laughs) know, you you
2: taught me how to code for podcasting. Mm -hmm, (laughs) What a nightmare. Danae, (laughs) Danae, hold on a second. I need you to focus. Do you see this tiny little dot and slash? You can't ever delete that.
0: You have to (laughs) remember that it needs to
2: go here and then also over here. Mm-hmm. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna check here now you update it this and this but not this and here's Danae, like okay.
1: <laughs> Yeah,
2: yeah, and then you're on vacation getting a message. Hey, Aaron Do you remember when I was supposed to pay attention to that very important thing?
1: Mm-hmm? Derp. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yep uh, Abby says the communication app called Voxer. Oh, girl. Use it every day. I remember Voxer.
2: Oh, my God, Voxer. Voxer's great. Uh, for those who do not know, it is like the walkie talkie of communication devices. Well, you can send audio messages on most platforms. Most messaging but really apps have clunky. it now. Yeah. They're kind of clunky in a lot of ways. WhatsApp does a pretty good job because you can kind of click and drag and then remove your thumb and you can do your voice message and it sends pretty well but WhatsApp is tied to Facebook. So if you're, you know, Facebook clean, you're probably not going to use WhatsApp. Um, most messaging like your actual phone message system doesn't do very well. Um, but yeah, Voxer is kind of like the original voice texting app and Mm -hmm. it is a, it's a doozy of one. It triggers yeah. me. I think I I think I've got it. And I'm I download it and I'm like, nope, I can't be here. This is it's too much. It's mm-hmm. constant notifications. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh,
1: Archimedes says also automatic cars during traffic jams. I'm a stick driver, but I always get my mom's automatic when I know I'm driving during peak hours. Um, that is a game changer. Um I, I've never driven I have that's not true. I have driven a stick. I've never learned to drive a stick well. Let's just say that.
2: Yeah. I was going to say you have learned and then immediately attempted to forget that you knew how (laughs) the trauma of it. I didn't
1: enjoy, I didn't enjoy the experience. I am very much tech technology should make everything easier for for us. And, um, yeah, so
2: I actually, when I glanced at that one, I thought Archimedes was saying like automatically driving cars and I was like, wait, those aren't, those aren't, we don't have those out just yet.
1: We do not in the way that I was thinking. I mean move to Arizona, man. It's so cool. No, thank
2: you. (laughs) Sorry.
1: (laughs) I love that you just you you do this thing where you just immediately take the words and make them real and you're just like, I'm not moving to Arizona. That was my point. My point was if someone went to Arizona, uh yeah, they have (laughs) they have uh they have uh really legalized a lot of that stuff and it is absolutely i'm telling you once we all get on board which we will feel free to fight it if you like but once we get on board it's going to save so many lives it's going to absolutely change the world um yeah because you can I,
2: sleep you yeah. can just get in the car and you can kind of keep resting or you can people, work people
1: will go on people will drive uh take overnight trips to their vacations those kind of things and just sleep during the drive um, it will be absolutely game-changing in so many ways that we haven't even thought of yet. Um, it's, yeah, automatic uh, self-driving cars is the future and it should be the future and um, so many lives will be saved, um, which is the most important thing. Sorry, a soapbox. I, I mean, listen, you you brought it up. I'm gonna pull out the soapbox whenever there's the automatically driving car Converse. <clears throat> <laughs> You got there. You got there <laughs> I'm eventually. Like, Where is it? Where is it? Where
2: is it? In the back end. I know it's somewhere.
1: <laughs> the more you know.
2: Are uh, uh, you ready we, for some we, new questions? We need a gift that's just like this. Brought to you by Dicer, like or like a soapbox or something. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, just a quick, a real quick shout out to Slenderman's crispy rice machine that was also okay. mentioned. Okay. Um, I don't know. Did I, did I miss any others? no i I think think we're
1: good to move on there was a question that i think can take us into the you part uh if you have any questions for us again it's you know it's aua ask us anything um and we will work through as many as we can
2: also Uh, if you asked a you question early on it's likely gone from chat so if you remember what it is try to stick it back in chat so we can get to it mm
0: -hmm,
1: mm -hmm,
2: mm please and thank you
1: uh so yeah i know i saw a question in here somewhere to kind of transition us um here it is uh, Jonathan says, Hey, Jonathan, uh, I, uh, just, uh, chatted with Jonathan a couple days ago. Um, Bragger. yeah, he's a cool, dude.
2: Uh, Hey, oh, yeah. how do you- <laughs> I talked to somebody too. One time.
1: Uh, how do you feel about the current monetization of podcasts? For example, Spotify buying the Rogan show. I have mixed feelings. Danae, do you I have mean, feelings on this? I think,
2: yeah, I have a lot of thoughts on this. Aaron and I study podcast um, uh, trends. I've gone to conventions for education. Um, We both consult with people on launching podcasts and kind of the ways to even think about show creation and stuff like that. That's kind of all just come naturally to us as the years have gone on. And we happen to just be people who've been around doing it for a while so i I definitely have opinions i don't i think it makes sense because what big companies are realizing is that podcast listeners are incredibly invested and willing to sit through just about anything for the content that they're consuming because they're passionate Mm -hmm. so you have like podcasting is such a different format in that you know you can consume it in like long form for example so you've got somebody that's willing to sit there and listen to people talk that they really enjoy for over two hours in some cases, right? Where the format and the content of the show is designed around long the length of the show. This can be any style of show. So it's just, it's interesting data. And once companies realized how to take the data and turn it into advertising dollars,
1: It makes
2: complete sense as to why there would be companies like Spotify or whomever um, creating platforms for people to make podcasts so that they can then be that connecting point for the advertising dollar. And a few years ago was really when things started to just like kick up for advertising money being put specifically towards podcasting. Once the bubble burst, on what the word podcast means, which is debatable. Um, So yeah, lots and lots of opinions, lots and lots. I will stop there, however, because I don't want to listen to podcast podcast show. But if you guys have questions like that, you're always welcome to ask us. We will help you guys out with anything you've got going on.
1: I wanna address specifically the example that you gave and kind of that type of monetization that is happening more and more where companies will buy a podcast or a podcast network. Uh, the ringer podcast network is another example that Spotify just bought recently for millions, maybe a billion dollars. I don't even remember, uh, just these crazy amounts. Um, and a lot of them are getting bought. That doesn't, that doesn't really bother me. Um, especially when the company understands the ethos of podcasting. When, what I mean by that is the idea that it is available for all on different platforms. Um, It's very like the internet on that way. What bothers me is, um, I think, a good example of this. I actually don't know what they're doing with Rogan. I don't listen to Rogan's show, uh, so I apologize if they're doing this with Rogan too, and this is what you mean. Jason Bateman has a podcast. I think uh, Amazon bought it. Somebody can fact check me on that. I think Amazon uh, bought his podcast that he's doing with friends. It's a really cool concept. I love Jason Bateman. I would love to listen to this podcast. It is only available on their podcast platform. Mm-hmm. that is the new, new, that is really bothersome to me because it's completely against the ethos of the idea of how podcasting started. <clears throat> and just like the internet, it would be, you know, um, nobody owns the internet in a way that can say, you know, Hey, you can't, you know, uh, access this now. I mean, you have paywalls and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, certainly the, I don't have a problem with paywalled podcasts where it's like, Hey, if you want to listen to our podcast, you have to be a mem- uh, you know a member. You have to pay a membership fee. I totally get that. I don't mind that at all. You know, if you want to monetize it that way, what I do mind is, oh, it's still free, but only if you li- you know uh, are able to listen on this one particular platform. Um, so, yeah, I either I said something very funny, or Danae is distracted by something <laughs> so very distracted. funny right <laughs> right now. But which <laughs> yeah, always because, makes me always yeah, makes yeah, me feel yeah. good that my opinions are yeah, you know so interesting. Oh, but uh, I think that's kind of what you're talking about, Jonathan, is, uh, the examples of, uh, excluding people's content to a certain platform. And that's where it starts to bother me.
2: There was so. a podcast I listened to, to that point called, oh, I don't remember now that's a bad sign. Um, but they were one that I was actually really interested in the story that they were telling cause it was, um, collaborative storytelling through Dungeons and Dragons. So they are kind of playing a game, but they were doing more of the story part of it than, like the dice rolling and stuff. And there were, Mm -hmm. it was interesting to listen to. And they were, they took a deal with Spotify to move to an exclusive. And they said it wasn't gonna change anything, right? Mm -hmm. But it did. I wasn't able to get their podcast in my feed anymore. And so I ended up stopping supporting them on Patreon because I'm like, I Mm -hmm. can't find you on the platform that I use to listen to podcasts. So it is a little bit, you know, divisive in that way, but. Yeah. I think people are just going to try to do what they need to do for their own shows, and they'll find their next, you know, audience and things like that. But it's it's a very interesting it's a very interesting time to watch podcasting shift and change because it used to just be like on basically one thing, and now it's ve- really really diverse, uh, which I-, I think is a good thing.
1: Yeah, I do too. I I have but I have radical ideas on content creation anyway. I I you know, there's a deeper conversation about copyright, all that kind of stuff that, you know, I could pull another soapbox out on and just say we have completely misunderstood the idea of content ownership and the idea of, you know, the copyright was invented as a way to Allow creators to get some money before something will naturally become able to be used in stories by everybody And it has turned into this like lockdown absolute nobody else can tell a story about this thing Um, I just I think ideas should be free. I think content should be free. Um, and it's Free the
0: content!
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely Okay But that's I know that's a radical idea. Um, but I think it's backed up by some some good stuff
2: one from jcd who asks have you ever had moments when you were uh, where you question your association with a group before mm, mm-hmm, example mm-hmm. the tennessee fan base like yourself are you asking here, here's us an if questioning you
1: here no no, no. here's here's here, i i know exactly what J, jcd is saying here i've had this feeling many many times most recently star wars probably is the most recent one where it's like, I love Star Wars stuff. Some of the stuff that happened with the newest trilogy with Last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker and that kind of stuff. I was just like, do I really, do I do I even want to be in the Star Wars fandom right now? Like, you know, like it's that kind of thing where it's like, do like this thing that I love has been invaded by this other thing. And maybe I just need to, you know, step away. (laughs) And I think that's what he's talking.
2: Listen, I'm going to get real with y'all. Buckle up, Uh, my, the only fan base that i've really been like
1: <sighs> are christians jesus fans jesus i think that's i think that's a, think that's a legit know, conversation yeah
2: like well, i don't want to go deep here because right sure it's a big conversation um but the, that that was before the last few years <laughs> 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 Um, I've always had this thing, I don't know if you guys have it too, I hate being lumped in with the other people. Like I hate mm-hmm. it so much. I would like to think that I get to stand out on my own. But the reality is, is that we're designed in our like, our chemical makeup to to make quick assessments of our surroundings and put people into categories of comfort, comfort. Um, we're designed that way. It's kind of part of our animal brain if you will uh and i think that unless you do the work to really break down those things and you decide to take the time to meet everybody individually which is really hard if not impossible um you end up making assumptions about people so when i was raised a christian i did not enjoy being lumped in with the people that i was around when i wasn't a christian um it was blissful uh because I was around a lot of people who just didn't judge the way that you do when you are around Christians. Now I'm not I'm again I'm making big sweeping gestures here. And then I became a Christian again and met the The good
1: ones?
0: (laughs) You gotta be careful with that kind of stuff. Guys, you gotta be careful with that kind of
2: stuff. I I I started this by saying, I'm making sweeping gestures and we're moving through the paces. So you're gonna have to kind of like fill in the blanks about what you know about me and try to kind of like go. There's a lot I'm skipping over here. Years and years and years and years. But I found people who didn't judge, who were willing to have conversations, who were willing to say, you know what, at the end of the day, I don't know the answer and talk about God in a really respectful way rather than hey if you don't do this this and this you're going to hell so this was my life this isn't everyone's life as a Christian because Christianity has multifaceted descriptions and definitions which is why I don't like to be lumped in I don't like to be moved in and there are a lot of Jesus fans and there are a lot of a variety of Jesus fans and being associated with a fan base of uh Jesus specifically I'm not talking about just a belief in God, I'm talking about Christianity, which is centered around Jesus. Yo, that's one where I'm like, I got my personal beliefs, I'm gonna back out of this conversation, like you guys, you know, do what you do, because there are just, there's a, there's more, I see more uh, hatred coming out of, hatred and, and, and uh, criticism and judgment and divisiveness and a lack of unity, and a lack of love, and a lack of understanding, and a lack of what I think Jesus represented than I have ever seen before. It scares me. So, yeah, that's a big one for me. Um, and I have just stepped into it. So I'm well. I'm going to I'm gonna gonna help us step foot- out of it. Very out quickly. Of it, um, and we're gonna move on to another question about air fryers.
1: <laughs> I think I can move us out of it pretty quickly and pretty easily. And I think what we're talking about is labeling. Anytime Oh, I hate in, it so much. In in, in in JCD, this is the heart of your question. The heart of your question is I, uh, so I, I put this label on and I say, Hey, this is me. And then you're like, Oh, wait, maybe this isn't me if that's someone else who's wearing this label. And I think there's there's this thing, whether it be Christianity, whether it be uh atheism on the other, you know, other end of the spectrum, or whether it be a sports fan, whether it be a TV show fan, where I think we all need permission to say, here is something about me that, uh, you could use to define me and label me, but it doesn't create who I actually am. Right. And, you know, and so we need to be able to present who we are in a way that doesn't immediately get, uh, get some sort of, oh, well, I'm going to put you in this category, but here's the thing. That's human nature. We all do it. And part we of the fight, part of the fight is to stop doing that. Part of the fight we, is to stop for all of us to stop going, oh, you wear that label.
2: That defines where you. Go. you yeah. yeah, exactly. Because yeah. people are different than you and we have this uh, desire to protect ourselves. And, and if you see a label, like I don't have to agree with everything that someone does to consider them a valuable part of my life. In fact, we can have very, very different opinions. Mm-hmm and still find a way to connect that's kind of the that's my that's my personal experience um but we actually used to have a segment on the podcast called no label safe where we really went into these mm-hmm. deeper conversations and this is certainly one of them for me but i'm not really part of a massive fan base where i look and i'm like oh i would be associated with that group of people based on my fandom except for this area so that's why i
0: connected mm-hmm. to
1: it so quickly yeah. didn't try
2: yeah. to make that about religion but i did
1: Well, and it it can go for nationalism, it can go for American, being an American. You know, Mm -hmm. that's a label that somebody could put on and go, oh, I know what it means to be an American. Yeah. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. yeah, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And moonshine. (laughs) Yeah. Or an Ozarkian. Oh, you live in the Ozarks. Oh, yeah. I know what category to put you in. Yeah. You know, like anything, Mm -hmm. like anything can become that kind of label where we do that too. Uh, Archimedes says you question going to the movies alone. Yay or nay. (laughs) I mean. That's almost uh, what I do now is go to the <laughs> movies alone. So, yeah, I go to a lot of movies alone. Um, um, it's fine once you're used to it.
2: Movies in general? Nah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, Nick says, we'll try to rush through as many of these as we can. We'll be finishing up here pretty quickly, though. Uh, you question, I was invited to be a guest on a pop culture podcast in a couple weeks. It's my very first time being on a pod. Do you have any tips, tricks, or pointers? Be yourself. That's mine.
2: Today. Yep. Uh, be yourself. Don't worry a lot. Um about if, if it's a podcast they can always like do editing too So if you have to gather your thoughts gather your thoughts and they can always edit out like, you know Hopefully edit out anything that you maybe upon reflection. You don't want to be in there So just don't get in your head too much. They want you for your personality. So aaron's absolutely right and There are cues that you can hear when you are doing a show um, little pauses and breaks if somebody has something to say they usually take a breath real quickly So you can kind of listen for those sorts of things, too, if you're trying to kind of like learn how to uh, pop back and forth in conversation and listen for those moments when you have like an in. Um, Sometimes they'll have visual cues like you can put your hand up if you've got something to say. And that can kind of help uh, as you're learning how to, to chat on a show. But hopefully they welcome you in and make you feel comfortable and let us know how it goes. I hope it's fun for you.
1: Uh, thank you for all the you questions. If you can remember them, come back at us on another Monday. We're just going to do one more. This is an important one. I think this oh, is no. a really good there's one a to reason end the show we can't on. Go.
2: We can't hang out super long today. And there's a reason for that. Cause someone has to go today.
1: <laughs> I think this is a really important, valuable, deep, uh, conversation to finish our show on, uh, Akers asks, when is the last time you ripped an audible fart in public and got caught? Um, when is the last time that you were caught? As they say, farting.
2: I mean, never. Right? That's what I'm. I'm
1: thinking the same thing. Like I can't remember ever getting caught. Like I'm sure when I was a kid, or
2: like, this just it seems like, like a It seems like a different question. levels, right? Like yeah, there's levels, yeah. like when you're
1: with people that you're close to. Like if you're at home with family or whatever, then that's different. You know, no, 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 no. That's, that's, that's different. different. Yeah. This
2: is this is like a you're in public. You're at the supermarket. And, and you rip one and then the entire aisle, like from one side and the other, mm-hmm. they turn and they look at yeah. you and then someone pops over the top of the next aisle and looks down and was like, did you hear that? And that's this moment that we're talking about it. I don't have one of those. I mean, I do have some stories of hearing other people fart that right. are delightfully hilarious. But
1: listen, if you've ever, if you've ever been in a row of treadmills at a gym for any length of time, um, somebody is going to have some <laughs> treadmill gas and My- you're going to hear it. So. My
2: mother in chat coming through with Danae's hot yoga and Taco Bell story. Listen, <laughs> listen, that one did not result in a public fart. Thank you, but I was praying to God and clenching my ass so hard on that one. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, that's exactly all you. Nope, nope. A little bit more on that one. This is again not a public fart story. This is a keeping it together uh, by intestinal fortitude and miraculousness i'm not sure you want
1: you want fortitude not fartitude is basically where where you're going
2: just for context as those people are visualizing this for the first time and then i'm going to send you guys over to king's creations on twitch channel so you can watch (laughs) someone make cool art um i showed up what i thought was on time for yoga but turns out for classes on yoga you want to be early because there's only so much space to fill so when i got there the only room that remained was everyone on the front row shifting to the left or to the right to give me dead center space and my first ever yoga class, where I didn't know anything that was going on. Mm -hmm. And when we do these things on yoga mat and you're that packed in together, you really got to stay on your mat and also maybe stack a little bit, which I didn't know. And so there was this moment when you turn sideways. And so it's kind of like you're surfing on the yoga mat essentially, Mm -hmm. and then you bend forward. I'm in hot yoga, which means the room is as if I am in Arizona and I look up like I, I went, I bent forward and I looked up and there is the person in front of me's tush, which means the person behind me is experiencing the very <laughs> same thing if they look up. And I realized that Taco Bell was a terrible idea. Um, I, I do hear my stomach rumbling and, and yeah, it was uh, it was a roller coaster for the ages one.
1: We'll, uh, oh we'll finish example. on a couple of your examples. Real yeah. Mikey says, I once fell asleep okay. at lunch at work and farted myself awake. <laughs> <laughs> no! And, and JCD says, oh, I just remembered one from work, accidentally farted at work in front of a new scientist once. And before I could react, my other coworker went easy. You'll tear it. <laughs>
2: oh my god it has been a wonderful show you guys thank you so much for all of your support uh for all of my uh, friends over on twitch i can't thank you enough for joining us every monday at 9 a.m central for the morning dna i will be playing babs likely either tonight or tomorrow uh just so you guys know so you can kind of watch out for that um aaron and i also have other content you can find aaron will you tell me about that while i set the read up
1: sure uh if you want to check out our podcast network it's uh just search for studio dna in your podcast player um that is also where uh shoe the doe exists this uh this show is a part of the shoe the doe podcast if you want to subscribe so if you ever miss a monday you can listen to it there um and thank you to those that are doing at uh that uh, shoe the dough downloads have like tripled in the you know in the last couple of months so that's uh, thanks, awesome thanks to those yeah, who are subscribing to the podcast
2: got years and years of content you can hear us having all kinds of conversations we would have totally different today the
1: first episode of shoe the dough was nine years ago so Insane. yeah there's there's lots of stuff yeah so yeah before my
2: vocal cords stretch so much that I have a deeper voice now <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes
2: <clears throat> um, um so yeah we thanks guys, you guys so much for all you do i'm going to read you guys into king's creations now you guys have a wonderful day and we'll see you next monday
1: yep see you on the next monday Bye. or someday
2: thanks for tuning in to listen to us shoo another dough.
1: if you'd like to watch the show live we stream it on mondays and some days at 9 a.m central on all major streaming platforms subscribe follow join the conversation on youtube twitter twitch or maybe you can also be a member of
2: team dna members get their own custom podcast feed that will include not only the monday show but all bonus shows we do through the rest of the week membership is five bucks a month and you can join today at patreon.com studio dna
1: Finally, thank you so much for being a part of this fun little community of awesomeness. Remember, your quirks aren't bugs, they're features. Find them, celebrate them, and know you're loved and valuable for just being you.
2: See you next time.
0: At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently